Retail Therapy, episode 21. My name's Will DeFreeze. With me in the studio, my loyal co-host, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, long time no see. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. We've uh, we've had our things, we've had our trips. You just returned from one. It's it's sleepy in here. I know you're I know you're jet lagged. This is like 11 p.m. for you right now or something. But it's I feel like it's contagious. You're giving you're giving me the yawn. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> uh, yeah, last night we got in at uh, about five o'clock and uh, it was an absolute war trying to keep my eyes open past 8 p.m. last night. And when I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning, I felt so spry. Did Did you have to come back and just like jump right back into dad duties? Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did what uh, I did what I didn't want to do, which was uh, immediately walk in the door, dump the suitcase, uh, grab my son and immediately go eat Tex-Mex oh, after yeah, eating yeah, pasta yeah. and pizza, drinking wine and uh-huh, doing all uh-huh. that. And so I, I really feel like a total peace today. This is a requirement in your family, correct? Like, in, uh, yeah. In... But we did not go to the restaurant that you would have thought we went to. Ah. Yeah, we went to one closer uh, because I did not want to drive or sit in traffic on a Monday night to go eat food that I did not feel like eating. Got it. So Got it. I, okay. I made us pivot. and, But I'm back, and I, I just need to make it tonight a little later than 8 o'clock and yeah. hopefully just sleep until about 7 tomorrow. Right. But jet lag is kind of a flex, you know? It's like, oh, I'm it's so, a definite I'm so, flex. I'm so jet lagged. If you're jet lagged, that means that you were somewhere like further than four hours away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's. Well, that's I'm so uh... tired from being jet lagged, you know? <laughs> it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. But it is kind of necessary today. I mean, we're, we're, I've got some questions for you about this. Uh, about this trip that you just got back from. So uh, I have a question for you. Where is your shirt from today, Barrett? This is uh this is Saturdays. Okay. Uh it was a little collaboration that they did with Mr. Porter a couple years ago. Do you know you, do, somebody influenced me on this shirt and I'm I'm a little embarrassed about about who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Are you is this an offer to me uh to guess? Um you don't have to guess. I can okay. just tell you. It was Scott Disick. Oh, don't I don't think you should be ashamed of that. Well, he's you know he's kind of a piece. Yeah, he is. He is. But he's but like we get on is, we get on Leo's case for not dating anybody over twenty five. Like Scott Disick's cut off is like twenty. Like if yeah, you but, have a two in front of your age, he's he's donezo. While I understand why you might go that route of comparing those two, I always I almost I think that you might be holding Scott Disick at maybe a little too high of a, an esteem there. Uh-huh. I mean, Leo's won an Academy Award. He's won <laughs> numerous Golden Globes. Scott Disick, um, uh, you know. Had a baby with Kourtney Kardashian mm-hmm. and then started mm-hmm. a clothing line called Talentless, Talent, Talentless. which yeah. is just yeah. a very cocky and unnecessary move. Yeah, he was. He really was, though. He was like um, for a long time, like four or five years ago, he was kind of the arbiter of like a very certain kind of L.A. cool. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, he was big on like John Elliott, skinny denim and like Common Project sneakers. Oh, yeah. And uh, he 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 definitely he had a vibe. And so this. This was uh, I saw him like wearing this shirt in you know some coastal or tropical destination. I was like, damn, that thing kind of that thing bangs. And then I uh, I picked it up off the Mister Porter sale for like seventy bucks. So that's a great shirt. Yeah, my uh, my brother in law actually bought a matching set from Talentless, just a kind of like a long sleeve shirt, some sweat shorts, mm-hmm. and he wear he pretty much wore it every night on vacation when we were on a family vacation. And every single night, I was very jealous of how comfortable he looked. Yeah, really. Okay, I was like, I might have to go actually check out some of this Talentless. Stuff. I tried some of their t shirts a few years ago. The fit was bad. Okay, the return process was worse. That so you know that makes sense. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've heard is that the. Uh, the consumer experience, the customer experience, 
not not ideal. I'm not, glad not that you said best. that because I would have felt really bad had somebody taken what I said about my brother-in-law looking comfortable and then they went and bought it themselves and then just had the worst time returning it. I'll just look there. There are better options out there for at, the, at the at the price point, I think, as well. You know, mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 fine. It is what it is. I just think there's there's better stuff out there. We have an absolutely loaded episode today. Yep. I'm not going to waste any time right now. OK, um, go. Go follow retail.pod on Instagram. We're stacking followers. Uh, I, I kind of regret, you know, revealing retail.pod to everybody before I left for vacation because I was kind of hoping to load it with content. But I'm back. It's going to happen. I'm happy with it. Uh, but yeah, go over there. Make sure you go follow. And if you're in the following mood, youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries podcast. You can find every retail therapy episode on there. Barrett is always out there just on the ones and twos, putting graphics up on the screen for me. Just go check it out. Um, and additionally, today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Babbel, an app that I was using continually <laughs> up to my trip to Italy. Unfortunately, I'm not very good at learning new languages, <laughs> and so I could not use as much as I thought I could use when I got there. But I also didn't do a good enough job myself of preparing myself. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. I really started from ground zero with, you know, no idea of how to say any Italian. And I actually kind of surprised myself being like, oh, I can respond to that. I can respond to that. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having a real-life conversation in a new language in as little as three weeks. I actually set it up so I get an alert every night, right right around dinner time, cooking to see if uh, I want to take a lesson that night. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like it. I kind of feel like in the kitchen, learning a little something, talking to my phone a little bit. How do you say uh, one more of those in Italian? Uh, that's just me hold- That's me just pointing at my glass. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I'm sure that lesson will come up for me soon. But until then, I'm just going to keep pointing at my glass. Babel needs to make the, just like like a Sunday Scaries, you know, that like a like a specific lesson that's just for, mm-hmm. you know, for the podcast specifically. Mm-hmm. And like whatever language you choose, it's just like that's the first thing you learn is like one, one more of uh, one more of those. Exactly. It's yeah. perfect. I've also used this to uh, brush up on my Spanish because, I mean, being in Texas, it comes in handy. And it, that's what's actually helped me so much is, is actually brushing up on it. It's been great. With Babbel, you can choose from over uh, or from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. And plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. And plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you get up to 55% off your subscription. You go to babbel.com slash scaries. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash scaries for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. As we said, I am a little bit jet lagged. Uh, I, I just flew in yesterday. And Barrett, you have listed out some questions, yeah, so I'm yeah. going to hand the microphone to you. Okay, good. Yeah, the, um, yeah, I feel like you'll probably. I know. I know you. I saw via Instagram that that you were getting a lot of questions about your trip. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to try to save some content for for other podcasts for you. But there are a few things that I feel are natural fits for this podcast, and a couple things that I just we were talking about leading up to this trip. Yes, yes. That I feel like we need to check back in on. Okay. So the first thing. We got to hear how the luggage thing went. Did you end up trying to check a bag? Did you carry on exclusively? Was that successful? How did that all pan out? How was Heathrow? Give us the uh, give us the scoop on the on on the luggage. I can proudly say 
that we carried on every single thing. We took two larger away carry-ons. Okay. And those are, you know, the, the correct dimensions in order mm-hmm, to carry on. Mm-hmm. We took two of those. Uh, and we took a garment bag that was stuffed to the gills. Not overly stuffed, but I mean, we, we really made the most of the garment bag and one backpack. Outside of that, the only other bag that we had was Sally's purse that she used on the trip. Okay. And everything else we fit into those bags. We did have the luxury of doing one load of laundry. It was not a very good load of laundry that we could do, <laughs> as uh, I learned very quickly that, um, you know, 18th century Italian villas yeah. don't have the best washing machines. Right. Nor do they have dryers. And so the load of laundry that we actually did, we set out to dry overnight. It did not dry overnight, and we ended up having to pack a bunch of kind of damp clothes. That's, and so it made it a little difficult. But we did employ the shrink wrap um, kind of move. And some people said beforehand that they didn't think it helped them that much. I think it helped us a lot. And credit to Sally. She was, she so was in there doing it. So were you vacuum packing? Yeah. Like, yeah. You got the little the, the suction thingy, the whole – Yeah. yeah. It, okay. Ours looked like a, like a kind of like a pump that you would use for a basketball. Right. And – it, we just put it in our luggage. And I it can't worked. imagine that not helping. It helped. I mean, it really truly you know? helped. What we did was we put everything in, and we kind of tried to place it out by uh, location. Mm-hmm. And then once we did that, Sally would put it in the suitcase. She would flat it all out, and then she would just start doing it. And then it would kind of fit perfectly in, and you could really fit two heavy, heavily stacked bags on top of each other. And it actually worked so well that we had half of a suitcase that we could really use for anything else, like. Dop kits, uh, shoes, things like that. I mean, I pretty much had to. There were times when my backpack really didn't even have much in it. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was doable. And even if we didn't have the load of laundry, I think we still would have been fine. You know, we spent enough days wearing a bathing suit that it didn't really matter what kind of clothes we had. You know, I had a pair of white pants that had a pen mark because I dropped the check on my myself when I was signing it one night. But you know, I didn't. I yeah. tried not to let those things bother me. Do do you feel uh, like you missed an opportunity with the uh, clothes washing to get like a super aesthetic photo of like all of your clothes like pinned up on a clothesline, yes. like like dangling off of a cliff on like a, in a Malfi? Yes. Instead, I just had <laughs> instead they were just leaned over like a a staircase in probably annoying all the other. We were staying in a villa with all the, a bunch of other people who are in the wedding. Yeah. And I think I just annoyed everybody because my clothes were just everywhere, and they're like, "Wow, I feel like like everyone probably felt like they were into some kind of movie, and like it was mm-hmm, pretty cool." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Well, there's a bunch of t-shirts over there. Don't mind my pants over there." No big deal. Um, I think Heathrow was actually fine. I think had we checked, it would have been okay. And I'm a little worried that my cautiousness caused – my dad actually lost his suitcase uh, on a flight while I was gone. And I was like, see, I I transitioned my stress of this Uh straight over to him. (laughs) And so Heathrow was actually fine and flying through was okay. Um, But you know, carrying on when you're going abroad – was actually phenomenal. Yeah. It makes your life so much easier. It, it allowed it, us to skip every single customs line. I mean, we were just in heaven. If if you can force yourself to like rise to the challenge, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. like make yourself do it because mm-hmm. it's definitely not the easy way. No. Right. You know, it's where, where do you put the hairdryer? Where do you put all your, 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 um, your toiletries that are over 3.2 ounces? Where do you, how are you going to bring five pairs of shoes? You don't like, you have to go like a little bit more Spartan. You have to like do some do 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 some things that are extra like maybe like the vacuum packing or going and finding little bottles and and bobs to like put your stuff you know there's there's a little extra legwork up front but like you're saying uh, on trips where i have packed light 
or been in the carry-on only, there there is something very freeing about that. Yes. You know, like yes. checking a bag is absolutely an anchor. That's why some people just straight up refuse to do it ever. I'm I think I'm skewing. I'm starting to get that way. Yeah. And I also will say that I wore every single thing I packed outside of uh, like two pairs of underwear. That's also a great feeling. Everything Love I've coming I back wore. from a trip and being like, I nailed it because I wore every single thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I rewore a couple shirts, and but I didn't mind. I mean, yeah. it's not like I rewore them to the same restaurants or anything. I just kind of it was like, I, I rewore them in different cities. So mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. Well, congratulations Thank on, the, you. on the successful packing. Okay, Thank you. Let, let's uh, let's check in on. Okay, we've been we've we've talked multiple times on the pod about headphones and about AirPods Max. Mm-hmm. Which you end up, you did end up procuring a pair of these. I did, and when we we even talk about it like offline occasionally, and I, I've sent you like just the barrage of models wearing them just grows by the day. Everybody, you know the little the little curved mirror pick with like mm-hmm. a crop top and like low slung pants on or gym gym wear with the AirPods Max just shining. Uh, but I, what I was saying to you like like ahead of the trip is that I just I don't I don't feel like I see them in person. You know, I never see anybody actually wearing them. And then over the past couple of weeks, I've noticed more and more and more are popping up at my gym. Now there's like three, four, five people that are like regularly wearing them. Oh, yeah. They're big on like oh, like on like the the treadmills and, and Stairmasters, like if, if that's the type of cardio workout that you're doing. Which I can't imagine wearing these on something where I sweat. And then I also see them on like the, on like the, uh, I don't know what to call them, but they're like the, they're like the weight girls. Or the, the the CrossFit girls type yeah, of thing. Yeah, they're like they, they are. They're not just maintaining on the cardio department. Mm-hmm. They're like doing squats. They're getting with like gains. The heavy bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seen a lot of I'm, a lot of over over ear headphones, kind of broadly speaking. But yes, the AirMed the AirPods Max are popping up more and more. So what what did you see out there? Were you were you uh, just in a sea of AirPods Max, or were you uh, I were you big time flexing? Saw them in the airport. A decent amount, but where I really saw them, and we'll get more into this in a, in a few minutes here, was uh, there were two restaurants that we kind of sat outside at in London because the weather was perfect, and so that's where I really saw people walking down the street rocking these, and it was a lot of people, and all these people, and I will say, all these people were people who didn't look like they cared about the sound quality of anything. It just looked like people <laughs> who wanted to look at, yeah. like aesthetic and you know yes. current, and yeah. so um, I do have some gripes with them. Uh, okay, they are great. If you are just enjoying a media experience yourself, they don't come with a cord that you can plug into a plane if you want to watch something on, you know, in-flight entertainment. Yep. The cord that you buy from them to do that, it's not the best cord when it comes to plugging into the plane. Kind of made it a non-factor yeah. for me. Uh, additionally, and I don't know if there's a way to fix this, it's very difficult to not have them pop up on other people's phones to connect when you take them out <laughs> because they don't have like an on switch. You just put them on your ears and uh-huh. they connect and they do it. And yeah. so if it doesn't connect to your phone quickly, suddenly it starts scanning for everyone around you. And there's a dude, there was a dude next to me and he's like, are you trying to connect? Sorry, I'll just deny this right now. I was like, thank you. Sorry. And this happened like at least twice, I think three times. Interesting. interesting. Uh, okay. And the other one is, and the reason I said I can't believe people are working out on them is that um, the 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 earpieces are kind of more of a fabric as opposed to a leather. Mm. And so it just sounds terrible. It doesn't bother someone like me who's not working out on them, who doesn't have makeup and things like that. But I know that people, especially people that wear makeup, have a hard time keeping them clean. Yeah. So whether that bothers you or not is whatever. But they are comfortable. Um, the sound quality is great. They have like spatial sound. They're, they are really fun headphones to wear, especially if you're watching like an action movie or 
uh, you know, I mean, just watching industry on it. I was watching yeah. a lot of that when we were gone. Uh, I just enjoyed them. So yeah, but they're they're popping up a lot more places. It's definitely it's definitely a bubbling trend, if mm-hmm. if, if not a, a full on wave going on out there with the AirPods Max. Okay, next question for you. Um, you you have talked about this uh, this friend of yours who runs a little boutique travel agency. Help help me pronounce the name right. Is it Lux and Nix? Yes. Okay. Yep. Not to be confused, by the way, with there is another Lux and Nix out there that I think does women's bags. So make sure you drop an E on the end of that Lux if you're out there searching for them. Yes. Um, you, you have done many trips with the assistance of of Lux and Nix. Correct. At this point, are they choosing every single place you stay on vacation? No. Okay. So she could, and I would trust her. Um, she's so she's one of my best friends, uh, just in general. And so I will always scream her name from the rooftops. But even if I didn't, uh, you know, have that relationship with her, she's invaluable um, to planning a trip that is not just me sitting at a hotel all day. Mm -hmm. And I used to think that's what I wanted to do on vacation is just sit at the hotel and sit at the pool all day. But she, she was really she's so good at coming up with things. The beautiful thing about this is that Sally has now become really good friends with her, and those two together are an absolute problem. And so they, <laughs> and Sally, Sally's a big Instagram researcher when it comes to doing trips. Okay. So when it comes to restaurants, you know, she follows. She'll start following just restaurants wherever we're going, whether mm-hmm. it's Italy, whether it's like Colorado. It could be anywhere. I mean, it could just be a normal. It could just be like going to, you know, L.A. or something. Um, and so she just goes and she tries to to screenshot everything to really save stuff and those two together are very good at it but i mean the you know she f- was forwarding us articles i mean we had the queen die right before we went she was f- sending us articles being like hey you need to be aware of all these things um okay. you know if you want to move your flight she's not i mean i don't want to use her to move my flights or anything right but you know she'll give us a heads up like this might be really difficult um well you can't cancel that because it's a 48 hour policy blah 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 but you know we had I'm not very good at traveling sometimes. And, you know, there, she has a full, like, there's an app that you just download and you have your full itinerary, notes on everything, phone numbers, Italy tipping guides, like things like that. And so it just kind of takes the question marks out of it. Yeah. And when I look back on it, I felt so relaxed after everything we did. But at the same time, I also felt as though we had an activity planned almost every day. And the days that we didn't, it was an intentional kind of day of leisure. And, um, so yeah, I mean she's she's been phenomenal. She's been on Sunday Scaries. Go listen to that one, and I'm probably going to force her to come back on this fall. I feel like she should um, because it, it it definitely seems like like she has just bettered your travel experience overall. And the reason absolutely I asked, the reason I asked the question kind of leads into my next one, which is just I, that, look you you are an aesthetic guy. You are brilliant when it comes to to taking photos, capturing aesthetics. You and Sally are both extremely photogenic. That, that all of these things are 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 like at some point I I imagine you were like, hey, I'm really good at this. I can turn this in, in, into a, an entire career, and then you did successfully. So, um, uh, all of those things like kind of just are are kind of preface. For, they almost go without saying. But I I want to wanted to ask you because I feel like anybody that follows you, maybe you've touched on this on podcast before. But you should probably just touch on it like once out of every 10 podcasts. Okay. But beyond filters. Yes. What are like three tips? What are three things that you think maybe you do that other people don't do when it comes to photographing both landscapes and people? And if you say nothing, then then, then that's also okay because sometimes I just wonder if this is like a nature versus nurture thing. 
where well, you where you just have it or you don't. I've always been a very visual person my entire life. Like I did, I never liked reading. Even teach. I remember teachers in elementary school would allow me to read books that were like more graphic novel kind of things, even comic strips, just because I always liked that. I always liked looking at those things, and I I was always illustrating stuff when I was little. I always took art classes all through high school. I've always liked photography. And so I do think I have a slight knack just for photography in general okay. and have an eye for it. And I also think that my history of work has always kind of led me to having a, a decent eye for those kind of things, graphic design work, things like that. But I was actually telling Sally because people will respond to the stories and be like, like, what's the filter? And I want to be like, the filter's not going to solve your problem. Yeah, here. the filter doesn't matter. I can uh, I can assure the, but, the listeners out there, it's that's it's not it's not a filter. So here's the <laughs> issue that people have with filters. People overfilter and they don't realize this. You can't just click the filter and then export the photo and call it good. Like most of these programs, even iPhone, whether it's iPhone, whether it's Visco, whether it's whatever app that you're using, yeah. you can reduce the filter. So you just have to find a yeah, filter that true. does it. Um, but the number one thing, okay, so here's my, and so that's my first tip. Find a filter you like that complements the photo and then reduce it down. The second tip that I have, and this is the one that really kills me, is that people do not align their photos well. I'm sure there's some words for this that photographers use. I don't know what those are. I'm not a professional. It's like it's the framing, yes. right? It's it's yeah. But it's like if if the horizon is not level, mm-hmm. it's not going to look as good. It's not going to be pleasing to the eye. Like yeah. I'm not going to be a whole rule of thirds guy. That is not something I give a shit about. But if there is a horizon in the photo or there are lines, I try to line every single thing up. And that's the only thing I will actually edit on a photo. So it's like if it's if we're if I'm taking a photo next to a building, then I make sure the building looks like it's straight up. If it's mm-hmm. a straight up building. I mean, if I'm at the Leaning Tower of Pisa, then I'm not going to straighten out the Leaning Tower. But like it's just like straighten out the photo, make it look good. You might have to skew it. You might have to warp it. But just make sure it's geometrically you know satisfying yeah um the final thing and like i give me somebody give me something on on capturing people so sally and i like took a few mirror selfies uh-huh. what i've learned about mirror selfies is that mirror selfies turn out way better if you do it in portrait mode you just capture yourself in portrait mode take it oh another thing portrait mode does make your photos look really nice yeah what people don't realize is that you can edit your portrait mode photos down from being like super blurred and you can reduce the amount of blur in the background and make it feel less severe. And you can use that on photos and not even have it like look like you took it in portrait mode. It just looks like a shallow depth of field that looks very tasteful and nice. Got it. It's just a combination of those. But I will say, like, I've worked in graphic design. I've worked, uh, I taught myself graphic design stuff when I was in high school. I worked in a like, in like an upperclassman level role doing graphic design and photo editing when I was 18. Like I shouldn't have gotten that job, but they saw my stuff and they're like, Oh, you can do this. And so I I have always had that, but I mean, people always think that a filter will solve everything. It won't. But I think those, the, the, I think the most important thing is the alignment. I I mean, but you, you make a good point as well. And you know, I I brought up the nature versus nurture. Like you basically do have 18 years of practice or or 17 years of practice at this point. I wish that I, I actually wish that I would uh, like, take more time to spend more time on photography. I saw a bunch of people on our trip who were taking like really nice photos with really nice cameras. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like I, I would actually enjoy doing that. I just am a little too lazy and I don't really feel like learning the ins and outs of a camera, but I think I'm decent enough of that stuff that I could probably figure it out. I, I feel like you also could. Your, <laughs> your, your iPhone photos are usually so good though, that like, I feel like that would also be a deterrent for me. Like if I was taking great, great, 
great shots all the time with my phone, it almost like reduces the need yeah, to like get into the, I'm pretty satisfied with the digital know? photography right. when it comes just from the phone. Like I just don't really care about, you know, taking it to the next level unless I need to. Okay. But I do want to do a coffee table book one day. So maybe that's when I'm going to actually need to step up my game and get some real high res photos. Yeah. 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 All right. That, that, that wraps up the questions that I felt like I had to come in here and ask you today. Thank you for humor, humoring me. Absolutely. And, um, and I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more about the strip as we get into to, to our, our subsequent segments here, but I, I will, I will save the, the rest of the, of the audience questions for, uh, for, you know, I think for another time or your other podcast. I'm short on time this week, but I think, I think I'm going to take scaries this week and just do a straight up itinerary breakdown and mm-hmm. then answer some of the questions because it's been, uh, a lot of people reach out about questions and I want people to understand, like, I want to give itinerary tips and, and say what my favorite things were. Cause I mean, just a lot of people reach out, especially through scaries, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and so I will probably spend this week doing that and actually giving uh, a general itinerary and general takes on things for that episode might be a little different episode than what people are used to, but that's what it'll be. But one thing that I really want to talk about, um, was London style because I, I think London is a city that I absolutely love. I think uh, I already was kind of in love with it. And this last trip really solidified that, like, I think it's probably my favorite city on earth. Um, And so I texted you because I was like, I need to talk. I need to talk to somebody about the style (laughs) that I saw in London. Sally and I did uh, an outdoor lunch day one at a place called the Thomas Cubit. Very nice, uh, cool restaurant. The restaurant group that owns it owns a lot of different really kind of cool restaurants all around town, but it's casual. It's relaxed. Um, We did a Sunday roast there the other day. That was delightful. Had a really good time. But the best part was the, the people watching. And then later in the day, we went to a restaurant in Chelsea called Polpo which is an Italian restaurant. We did not eat there. We just went there for a drink because they had some open outdoor tables. And this is in the middle of a giant shopping district in Chelsea that had a ton of stores, which meant that there were a ton of good-looking people wearing good-looking clothes walking around. The The style over there is absolutely phenomenal right now. It, I, it might just me being very excited for fall fashion in general, mm-hmm. but I couldn't stop just looking at people. Um, the, the thing that surprised me the most was the amount of people just vaping over there. <laughs> Everyone's vaping uh, and somehow making it look cool. Uh, not big for me. Probably not an accessory I'm going to pick up this fall. I'm not sure. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not sure about you, Barrett. That's good. Yeah. No, I, I think we can, <laughs> I think we can uh, safely pass on the vaping, keep our health above, uh, above aesthetic on, on that one. But you know, that, it, that tracks like yeah. Europeans smoke way more than Americans. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So the don't definitely. The, Makes sense that they are are also vaping more. Uh, the, 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 the things that there were two different things that I saw that were just absolutely the, the front runners for the most popular things. And it was oversized clothing that we've talked about numerous times over the last couple months that like large jackets, a lot of, um, I don't want to call them jackets, but it's just kind of like, uh, like just oversized, like top shirt kind of yeah, things. Yeah. Um, a, like that was more of the high fashion looking people with the cropped pants with uh, like high end sneakers on things like that. And then there was the more prep style of things that was very, very evident, more evident than I was anticipating. We were in Chelsea. We were in a very bougie neighborhood that probably has people dressing like that without even trying to, but it was barn coats. Uh, it was just kind of well tailored, um, you know, pants and sweaters, pleated pants the thing that I thought was very surprising to me, and this is probably just British in itself, was the amount of gigantic logos on hats and on jackets. 
like almost shields, like coat of arms kind of things. Interesting. And that was something that felt almost like really old school prep that I hadn't really seen much of yet over here. That was just a lot of guys walking up. Um, it was just dudes in horn rim glasses with like old hats on that just had giant like logos on them. It was just crazy. And then I texted you about the Nike Dunk Lows were very popular over there, especially among women. And a lot of the guys, most of the guys who, and I would say these guys skew Ladcore, uh, yeah. are Reebok Club C guys. Yeah. The Reebok Club Cs were everywhere. And Randy... Producer Randy has been rocking these for the past month, and I think I think I'm gonna have to swagger jack producer Randy at some point because I need I need to get my lad core on. Yeah, the the um, I I feel like London style, especially for like young younger people, is it's similar to New York in like the color palette and like the kind of like a lot of a lot of dark you know kind of black bases. A lot of black but, matched with navy but blue. But they, they also skew, I think, more, and, and and I just mean almost like historically as well. Like a little there you just see more of like that of of the active wear out and about. And there are just more brands mm-hmm. or different brands that you see that are popular over there. Like Reebok is bigger. Plus I feel like people wear more like Kappa and Puma yes. and like just yes. like stuff that's the U.S. is very like Adidas and Nike, but like our our version of athleisure is different, so it's much different than totally. theirs. Yes. Like the, our yes. version of athleisure makes it look like you just got done working out, or you're heading to a workout that you're you're skipping a workout to get drunk instead. Exactly. Whereas yes. their athleisure is like I'm going to wear these Adidas warm up pants with this four thousand dollar coat, <laughs> and it's like okay, you're operating on a different level than me. Yeah, it's definitely they they definitely work it in a different way. Um, I have also heard that dunk lows, which are borderline impossible to get stateside, like sit on shelves over there. So I just I don't know if it's like because like they 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 kind of misweigh the production numbers versus the number of people that are actually over there, mm-hmm. or if Americans are just absolute fiends for yeah. dunks right now, and and Nike knows it, and so they they continue to like um purposely short the market but like apparently the dunks are a little easier to get over there i saw a bunch of uh new balance with 350s no, uh 550s 550s yeah. i'm sorry and none of them with the ald ones you okay. can ding ding uh 30 <laughs> minutes in uh all of them were colorways that i had really never seen before but yeah. i also haven't done a lot of research on them so that i i can't really vouch if they were like unique to over there but that was interesting to me um I unfortunately did not make any, I didn't do any shopping. No shopping. Okay. Uh, at that point, I didn't really feel like spending more money. We had already spent enough on the trip as it was. And I wasn't, kind of, I, you know, you know how you can get at the end of a vacation. Oh, yeah. And so I didn't really feel like doing it. And we also were very short on time and I prioritized hanging out with a friend all day instead of going shopping. Sometimes you have to, you have to prioritize your friends over, you know, that, that's getting a, kitted out. That's smart. That's smart. I, it's, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like, I, I don't know if that's just kind of a, it's probably just like the life stage that we're at. Yeah. But I, but I, I don't shop really when I travel at, yeah. the, at the moment. Even, I mean, like, yes, if I'm, if, if I'm in a spot like New York or LA that has a bunch of stores that I will, will never get to go to otherwise, just cause like, I know that like, see, that's my I know regret. I'm not going to put one of those in Austin. That's my regret about London. Anytime like, soon. Oh, there's some stores here. That I just well, so to to. I guess, but the, the, you know, kind of the, maybe the line that I'm drawing is like. Obviously, you made the right choice to to spend some quality time with a friend. I did. I over, did. <laughs> over going to some. Stores, we also didn't have any like, room to pack anything, which but, made it um, easier. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I might go check out the stores. I might go to End or Oi Polloi in, in in London, but like, probably not going to buy anything because 
traveling is just expensive as hell and you're 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 spending money on like going out and having fun and doing and drinks and dinners and the hotels are not cheap and like all that type of stuff so it just it definitely limits that that uh that desire to also be like dropping racks at uh, at cool stores. And like, so. I didn't want to go to. I, I, the only reason I wanted to go to ALD was to see the actual physical space. And right. you thought of me going there and seeing a line. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not waiting in line. Yeah. You know. Um. I do have a lot. Of, so I asked for recommendations at retail.pod uh, for places to go to, and I'm gonna read off some of them now. Um. A lot of people said Liberty, uh, the ALD flagship in Soho. Duke's Cupboard, which I guess the Throwing Fit guys have recommended numerous times. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. Um, let me see. I, a lot of people said Harrods just simply for the experience. I haven't been there since Friends taped over there. We were randomly over there for spring break when I was younger, okay. and that's when they were taping the Friends episodes. Oh, nice. And so we actually saw – I think we saw one of them in, in Harrods, but I, we didn't have time to go there. Again, was it David Schwimmer? More, I think it was David Schwimmer. Uh, more Liberty. Uh, some guy named Barrett Dudley said Selfridges and Oi Polloi. How do you say that? Oi Polloi. You, you nailed it. Um, William Crabtree. Trunk clothiers. Uh, Drake's is where I really Drake's. wanted to go. I yeah, really wanted yeah. to go to Drake's to try some stuff on because I've been wearing a lot of Drake's lately. Or, and I've been really, you know, I've been loving it. But everyone's saying Liberty of London. Marleybone High Street. Rivet and Hyde. Uh Bond Street for window shopping and great shop windows. Let me see. Brick Lane Vintage Market in Shoreditch. Another Selfridges. Fortnum and Mason for the best tea to bring home. Uh, my sister submitted the Portobello Road Outdoor Market. I don't think that's for actual clothes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. we just didn't have time, unfortunately. We, but it's probably better. Like I said, we didn't Here's have any Liberty room. of London. Liberty of London looks like uh i uh, maybe kind of almost like a london barney's that's, yeah that's kind of what i'm i'm getting here yeah montclair stone island acne studios ymc etc so yeah it's probably a cool place mm-hmm. yeah i mean and but just uh, there's something about that city that's just like cool and i think i think another thing for me is that i i've always kind of liked like the nordic style the very simplistic like whatever i mean when I, the first time i saw norse projects i was like oh this like I'm into this. Yeah. And I, I actually have never bought anything from them, but I've always kind of been an admirer. And that's a lot of what you see is a lot of the style that we've talked about on here and then just completely mixed in with that clean Nordic style. And it just puts out a really nice fall vibe for for London. Yeah. <sighs> Do you find yourself really uh, able to understand everybody over there because you watch so much Love Island? Uh, I, I, sometimes, but then like <laughs> sometimes people have such aggressive accents that I'm like, this is, you're a cartoon character. Yeah. I can't take you seriously right now. I, they have. Tr- I felt like they, they had trouble understanding me. They probably, yeah, they probably do. They probably, I think, they probably have much more difficulty understanding us than we do them. There's just the new new Great British Bake Off just started. See, uh, I as, did not as, even as, know as that, and I can't wait. Off mic just before the show, and that's like they just have the best slang over there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know it won't sound as cool in our dumb American accents, but like I want to bring in it over here mm-hmm. and banter and geezer mm-hmm. and bur- and like bird. Like mm-hmm. these are just good. These are just good, better words than we. It have. really so, is, you know. It really is, and also to anyone out there. Actually, no, I'll say it. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about Indian restaurants over there. I put this on the Sunday Scary Story yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dishoom is my goat, and that is not a pun about eating goat at Dishoom, which okay. you should order the goat. But there are people that are frantically trying to get in this restaurant called Jim which is a great restaurant. They have a Michelin star. We didn't even realize it when we ate there. Um, we got in and out of there for a very reasonable price, and it was an extremely good meal at Gymkhana. Dishoom is so 
good in London, in Edinburgh, wherever else. Did these places both require like reservations 30 days in advance or something? Uh, Gymkhana, we could only get a reservation through our, uh, through our Mater D, or not Mater D, um, concierge, concierge at yeah. our hotel. But and he, then, he, he worked it for you? Yes. And I think, I don't think it was an easy work. Nice. Uh, and then Deshoom is beautifully walk-ins only. Okay. And so you, we had to wait an hour, not which bad. is fine. Yeah. And they sit you down, they get you a couple cocktails, and you do just fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's the London breakdown. I feel, I feel like London was probably where I was going to spend the least time in terms of uh, the Sunday Scaries episode this week. So I'm glad that I'm glad you, that you you also you had a you had a soccer match canceled, right? On, yeah, yeah, that was tough, and so it got what, postponed. Yeah. We still have the tickets, and I <laughs> I still might I might actually try to go. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a reckless decision, okay. but if it gets scheduled at an opportune time, and if I can convince, uh, I have a certain person that if I can convince them to go with me, I think I might just try to use the tickets because okay. it was pretty. It was pretty devastating. The only reason we flew through London in the first place was to go do that. Was to go to some soccer right. games and do that. Yeah, the Queen died. They canceled everything, it's and crazy. so it was just kind of a bummer. But. Overall, um, it was a very it, London's a pretty easy place to distract yourself from watching soccer. But I was a little I was a little sad about that. And one one thing that's great about London is that if you have any questions about what to wear, you can just put on all black and it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I did for dinner, like both nights. Yeah. Um, and guess what? Black is also something I wear when I'm not feeling very in shape, Barrett, because it's slimming. And you told me one time that uh, black flatters me. And so I've just held on to that for my entire life. But sometimes it's easy to fall out of good habits. And that's when you start wearing the most black. But guess what? When fun season turns into busy season, that's when it starts to go downhill. But putting off working out now leads to the same old New Year's resolution to get back in shape. And FitBot's smart workout app scientifically tailors an exercise program to your goals, equipment, and schedule so you can keep your calendar full, or your full calendar and your summer gains. Uh, on the app, you can set your goals. You can see your progress. Uh, they make sure that every workout is different than the last by having an algorithm that suits you. Uh, it's motivating to work out using it because it's suited to you because it tells you what to do and you know that it's working. It's targeting different muscle groups. It's just helping you out. It's truly the easiest way to work out. FitBot smart workout app creates a custom dynamic exercise program based on your goals, experience and equipment. And then it varies your routine to avoid overtraining. Their algorithm uses data and analytics to scientifically build your best next workout and maximize results. You can see your muscle usage, recovery, achievements, and workout streaks right in the app. You're in control. This is also a more convenient and cheaper way to work out than with a personal trainer. Just think about how much personal trainers cost and then wait until you hear how much we can save you today. For less than the cost of one session with a personal trainer, you can get a full year of personalized workouts with FitBot. Fit exercises into your schedule because the best time of day to exercise is whenever you are free. This works on all your devices, iOS, even if you got that new iOS, Barrett, you got that hot new background on your phone or what? Uh, I do not. No, <laughs> I, I don't even think it was off. Wait, what is the hot new background? I don't know. You can like make sure the time is covered up oh, by a mountain yeah, or no, something. It's kind of no, annoying. No, <laughs> I don't even think I was offered that new iOS to be <laughs> to be totally honest. Uh, your boy's about to, to grab the, the new phone to go along with my new FitBot. <sighs> well... Android devices work as well, and the app is super easy to use. Keep your workout momentum going. Get personalized workouts from FitBot that get tougher as you do. Get 25% off your subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbot.me slash scaries. That's 25% off your subscription or try it free at fitbot.me slash scaries. Uh, today, I had the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of posting a photo to the Sunday Scaries Instagram feed of Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, Atlanta's own, which I have not watched the most recent season. I had it downloaded for the plane ride, but I never got into it. Yeah, um, I've not watched it either. 
he's he was wearing he was caught in i think new york city just absolutely rocking out just some short shorts and a tattered crew neck and it just started getting me thinking we're all i mean in texas we're not here yet but everywhere else they're getting they're they're right on the precipice of my favorite season which is shorts crew neck season my, my man donald honestly i'm a little worried he's about to hang brain here that's my only yeah. thing yeah and not, maybe that's the vibe you know maybe just putting out that bde but i don't um, have any underwear that can sustain these shorts <laughs> I, hope, I pray to god these have a, a mesh liner in there you know what i mean yes yes <laughs> he's about i mean yeah he's about to fall out if you're watching on youtube right now he's put up a photo of donald glover rocking this look our uh patron saint Haley bieber who rocks this Literally all the time. Yeah. Uh, her inspiration, I'm going to assume, Princess Diana, who's been all over the internet lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kanye, who went through a big phase of this before uh, the pandemic. I think this was around the Pablo time of, of yeah. life. Yeah. Uh -huh. And he really championed this for a long time. No pun intended there. Uh, Barrett, do you subscribe to the uh, crew neck or, or, or I, I do, sweater I, sh shorts season? Yeah, I do totally understand why people love hoodie and shorts or crew neck and shorts uh, or long sleeve tee in shorts. Even mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you know if you're from Texas, I'm doing maybe, that right now. Actually, yeah, maybe that's all, all you know all we can all we can handle with the with the weather. Um, yeah, it's 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 great because it's it's very comfortable up top, but it's very breathable on bottom. So you never really feel overheated, but you also like, you know, stay stay warm in a mm -hmm. bit of a chill or a breeze or something like that. Uh it also I think people really like it because it 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 signals almost more than anything else like the transitional nature of September, October, mm -hmm. right? Like especially if you live somewhere that actually gets seasons, it's like yeah, the days are still kind of long, but evenings, mornings maybe getting a little bit cooler for you and uh and we're starting to think about you know putting the pumpkins on the doorstep and like you know getting getting geared up for for the fall and the leaves turning and the the just just all the stuff that 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 comes with that so it's it's a popular and celebrated look for a reason that i that i totally understand i've been i because we had so little room in our suitcase i did something all trip that is kind of what Kanye is doing in this photo, which I was just draping a sweater over my shoulders and calling it a day. Mm. I did this on our boat day, which I thought was just a, an unnecessary flex because I, I probably didn't need a sweater for a boat did day. Did you tie it around your neck? Uh, I did at one point. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will talk about this later, but I, I did leave my sweater at a restaurant that it was only accessible by boat. And mm. so I could not recover said sweater. And uh, that ruined my, it ruined my vibe the rest of the trip. So you lost a sweater. Sally lost a phone. <sighs> I'll, I'll get to it a little bit, but it was a boat ride where there was some, a lot of casualties. It was not ideal. Oh, did this happen on the same excursion? Yes. Oh, and then no, we also man. had one more casualty as well. It My was, goodness. it was devastating, but was, you know, we thought about it and I was like, you know, I don't know if we should get super dressed up for this like boat day because you know, we're going to be on a boat. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we're like, how many, how, how many times in life are we going to have the opportunity to have like a boat just taking us anywhere we want along the Amalfi coast? Right. And, uh, we knew we needed to like we need we needed to look good in order to play good. Yeah, to take advantage of the boat. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah, and it, it ruined us. Uh, you know what? One of the thing about this is I actually have on jeans today, even though it's like you know what was the high today like ninety nine like or something crazy like that. I, I've been wearing um, I've been wearing mesh shorts or like some nylons recently, but in the office it gets so cold with the AC. That like I'm like grabbing like samples out of the Howler archive and like draping them over my legs like a blanket, <laughs> and it's just it's just not comfortable. And I I you know maybe it's because I sit like right under the AC fan or something like that. But I've actually this is this is this is one of my my kind of late September moves is I, 
it's basically been shorts and t-shirts for like 120 days straight now. Yeah. And at some point you just have to throw the gauntlet down and say, I'm making, I'm making the switch. It's pants from here on out. Here's what I'm trying to figure out. And this is a stress that I have every time I try to do short sleeves and, or I mean, long sleeves and shorts. What's my sock game supposed to do these days? Like no show, no show socks. You know, people that are very polarizing with people. Yeah, they are. Um, When it comes to, you know, crew socks, I feel like sometimes, and I'm talking about something that we talked about during last uh, last episode's listener questions, is that sometimes I feel like I'm just looking too frat, dude. Yeah. And so it, I'm I'm just at a, kind of an identity crisis of how to rock some socks that don't look like they're too high up my leg, but also not looking like I'm just doing the no-show look. Yeah, it's, it's, it is definitely a bit of a conundrum sometimes. Um, and I, I think that the ideal here, the, the, out of our selection of four, the person that is doing this the best happens to be Kanye. It does. It does happen to be Kanye, um, in my uh, opinion as well. Phil and I, uh, Phil from from Club Cool, we're both really big on what we call the um, the quarter sock. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes one. Nike makes one. Stance one. Stance makes one. Bombas makes one. Um, but if you can if you can find a crew that's even just a little bit shorter, that's not just like. You know, it, when you pull it up, it's like covering your entire calf. That's no good. But that that's one thing that's really, really helpful for this it, to, to not look so fratty or like, especially with the popularity of New Balance. You know, I'm a subscriber myself at this point. When I when I do like a white sock in a New Balance, I have the same type of reaction as you do sometimes where I'm like, do I look like I'm about to go to like my first day in third grade mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, it's like that combo of like, is this too fratty or is it even worse than that? Is it, do I look like a little kid right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, and I have um, short legs, so like the longer the sock, the the more I start worrying about it because yeah. like I don't want it to shorten my legs even more than it already does. So so shortening that sock, so still showing sock but shortening it helps big time. And then the other thing that he that Kanye is doing here that I really like is going like with some type of sock that's not a pop color but isn't white either. Mm-hmm. So if you can find like some tans or some beige or mm-hmm. something kind of neutral like that to play around with, um, that's also really good. Uh, the, the thing about the no show, I, I think that w- what's going on with the no show right now is you don't want it to look like you're, like you're trying to hide your socks, but then you didn't do it very well. Yeah. I so do if you something. Just, if you just have like a little bit peeking up or a little bit poking out or it, that just kind of looks it, not necessarily bad, but unfinished yeah. or unintentional. I do something that kills my feet. But the reason I do it is because I don't like the socks to be visible at all. And I buy these little tiny socks from Target that pretty much cut off the circulation of my big toe because it's bearing so much of the weight. And it, it doesn't it doesn't stick out very much. But the reason I do that is because I, I, I don't like it when it sticks out at all. Yeah. And I also refuse to do it with any shoe that is not like a pair of Vans or something like that. Well, that's in, like in, no loafer. I, like yeah. never. I never do it with anything else. That, that the, the just the, the lower vamp of some shoes that are popular also makes this really difficult because like my go to for a no show is a sock called the Gamut by Stance, Okay, which stays on really well um and is essentially like a like a traditional no-show sock that is just like cut off the very top so that you won't see it on a traditional sneaker but like on a pair of it works on like a van's uh epoch for example yeah but if i throw on a slip on a van slip on it's no good you'll see the very top of it and so that's when you got to go find those ones like you're talking about which are basically just (laughs) like secured by a little piece of rubber to your big toe and oh, the back terrible. of your heel and it's not good and it's not comfortable it's all i had for the flight yesterday yeah. and my, my toes were just screaming at me like dude because I, I refused to be the person that took their socks off on the flight right. i know right. it, was a, it was a nine and a half hour flight i was i still wasn't gonna be that guy 
But yeah, especially, especially when you get into loafers, if you can't find a sock that is completely, completely hidden, even like when you're walking too, make sure that that thing is that those socks are hidden when you are walking. Mm-hmm. If they are popping up with loafers, you gotta just you you gotta just bear the burden and go barefoot. Yep. Yep. Do not do. That's the biggest mistake you can make. What's the worst thing that a, happens? You have smelly shoes. You might get a blister. Whatever. Yeah, put a liquid. I, put a liquid bandage on for the rest we, of the week. We live in humid and hot as fuck Texas, and like I generally don't wear socks with loafers. My my trick is I just like sprinkle uh, like talcum powder or baby powder in the, in 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 the loafers. Mm-hmm. Helps keep it dry. Helps like you know keep it a little bit fresh. And like yeah, if you're gonna be gone for ten a ten hour day, like your feet are gonna get sweaty. But it's better than me strutting around and like having a tiny little sliver of some black no show sock keep poking out above you know right on right on my. On the, you know, you, it just can't happen. The lateral, it's just the not lateral a good side of my foot. Yeah, people nah. are talking about you behind your back. It's not good, Barrett. Our, our next segment. I, I just clicked through. I, there's, they deleted it. Oh no, they deleted it. I gotta go see. Our next segment was going to talk briefly, briefly about uh, a collaboration between an unlikely collaboration, one that I was not anticipating, between uh, Eddie Bauer. And noted, I don't even know how to describe what they are. I guess a design studio. Yeah. That's Jound. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you and you give, give the people a TLDR of uh, you and Phil's thoughts on Jound from Club Cool fame. I mean, in general, neither Phil nor I have ever really totally understood the hype around Jound. Uh, I, and I, I, this is not because Jound doesn't make good, good stuff. I like the new ASICs. I've, I've liked, uh, the the kind of matcha green colored like New Balance 990 V3 is a great looking shoe. I've even come around on like the 990 uh, that he did that he did last year, like especially like the the kind of the dark gray colorway, R- really good stuff. So I, some some of the collaborations I'm here for. It's more so when he will post like a pair of black nylon shorts, and people are like creaming their jeans in the comments as if this has never been done before, or as if nobody has ever thought to do it in this simplistic and brilliant and perfected of a way. And it's, it's, it's just not right. Like it's, it's, so it's, it's really, I think we're more turned off by the, the kind of the, the hive mind of the, the followers and the fans of Jound than we are by the actual product. I think that makes sense. I, there's something simplistic about them that is kind of satisfying, but when it comes to s- simplicity, like the price point that they have for some of the things I'm like, well, I don't know how you justify that. I've only owned one thing from them. It was an oatmeal sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, it got someone. Someone spilled some red wine all over it. I'm not going to name who it was, but <laughs> she's got red hair, and I'm married to her. <laughs> and so uh, that sweatshirt is no longer in service. It's still in the closet, just for comfortable moments. But yeah. um, it was a. It's it, it's an admittedly high quality sweatshirt, but I still don't think I got my money's worth necessarily. But it was a. It was an oatmeal sweatshirt at a time where oatmeal sweatshirts weren't exactly. Uh, around all the time yeah i am seeing now that they actually they actually did a collaboration last year together so it, this wasn't something unlikely they did a kind of a lighter quilted jacket last yeah, year there was, i think there was a vest as well yeah maybe yeah uh, with with eddie bauer yeah and and i mean to be completely fair here and in full disclosure i've never like i have the camper short that they that they dropped several months ago that that sold out like Maybe these are great. Maybe these are awesome in hand. I've not, I've not actually bought anything that's just like jound mainline. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I like maybe if I got something in hand, I, I would, I would kind of change my tune on on the way that he does these like super minimalistic basics at a very high price point. 
The other hard part is that it's all it, it's all released like merch, mm-hmm. so the drops are difficult. Um, you know, the the you get, you're paying high prices for shipping, and then I don't think the return policy is even existent if it uh, if there is one. It, yeah, it's, it's not super easy. So just the, the the barrier to entry, right? Like yeah. you kind of have to sell yourself on the hype to even get over the hump to purchasing something. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, at least with the shoes, well, I know if I get the wrong size or I don't like them, I'll be able to sell them very easily. And yeah, I, I, I that's don't know true. that's the case with the $220, you know, Dickies alternatives. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll hand up when, when I was running the uh, Sunday Scaries account, like it was a uh, mood board. I mean, I got a lot of inspiration from the John people. The, I mean, everyone there, whoever, whoever it is, I don't even know. Um, there were a lot of shared photos there. There was just a lot, but yeah. I don't know why they – it's four J's, Barrett. That's God, right. If you're going to type yeah. it in, make sure you do the four J's. <laughs> um, but That's yeah, they – yeah. what, what, what sold you on, on, the, on the aesthetic of Jound, like on the mood board version of the Instagram account Jound? Because that's another, that's another piece of, of my relationship with it is like – to be honest, I also feel the same way. I feel very similarly about Hidden New York mm-hmm. that I do about Jound. Yeah. Where it's like – more than anything, what I feel like you have is time, um, but the the actual curation it's it's not it doesn't feel super novel to me. There's something um, about it, or and I think it's a little worn off now because I think a lot of Instagram has kind of started pick, picking up yeah, on have, it. Yeah, have, have done, have done similar things. Yeah, but I sure. think at the time it was almost like they had these aesthetic photos with like these pleasing aesthetic photos with something that was a little off, and okay. that was interesting to me. Got it's it. like. They had a guy one time. It's like they always put Jound, uh, you know, 2021, spring, summer, 2021. Right, and it's like right. some random photo. And it's like a dude on a laptop sitting in a river and the laptop's completely underwater, but he's <laughs> typing. And it's like, well, this is kind of a pleasing okay. photo, except the guy's just typing on a laptop underwater. Like yeah. none of it really makes sense, but all of it's kind of like tacitly funny. Okay. I, yeah. I, I feel I was probably just too late on it. Yeah. That's honestly. I mean, they've been around for a long time. A long time. Yeah. Hidden New York something that I've, I'm relatively like new to. So I think I'm late on them. But yeah, similar kind of thing. Yeah. They do more just like product shots of and, you know, custom Nikes and just like stuff that they think is interesting. So again, it's it's like it's uh, if you just want to see cool clothes that exist, then it's a great follow. But it doesn't make me want to buy their merch necessarily. Mm-hmm. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And honestly, like I'm. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being a hater over here by not liking Hidden and, and Jound. I don't know. It's just I mean, I'm kind of jealous. I'm kind of jealous. Maybe, that, like, yeah, they maybe have that's a, part of it. They like, have a they, good – I wish I had a merch strategy they, like they, they have. Turned, they turned great, like, big followings into very successful merch lines, and that's been and for Jound, like, full-on um, a, a whole sportswear line. So Kind of sounds like something I want to do. Yeah, that, that, sounds is, great. that, is, that is cool, and, and I, I respect that part of it for sure. <laughs> Oh, well, it's that time. We didn't do it after our listener questions the other day, Barrett. I That's was like, right. man, this qu- this feels a little short for the episode. <laughs> it's time for some wish list updates or imminent cops. Um, I mean, I do you mind if I start? Please, please do. Like I said, uh, I left my sweater at this restaurant. Uh, it was I had a, a sweater that Sally purchased for me from Frame. It was a light cashmere sweater from Frame that she got on the deepest discount that you could get from Frame. And I was like, so happy that she didn't spend a lot of money on the sweater. And I wore it so often. Um, I got hot at the restaurant. I put it on the back of her chair and I never took it off the back of her chair. It was all my fault. And so now, especially with uh, cooler temperatures, hopefully on the horizon in, in Texas or wherever I may be, I need a new light cashmere sweater. 
if anyone has any recommendations and this both of my things today that I need are things that I, I am willing to get recommendations for for uh, please do it at retail.pod. I would love to get some DMs there. And then the other thing that I need is a new pair of sunglasses. Uh, after we got back on the boat after swimming, Uh-oh. I sat down on a pair of sunglasses that were, uh, you know, they were these were actually given to me by a sponsor at one point, and they were polarized, but they were light, and I really enjoyed them. I loved the way that the world looked through the through those lenses. <laughs> and uh, when I sat down on them, they just completely broke. Oh, like ev- like it wasn't even salvageable. Like I looked at them, and I said, both of these arms are completely off, and the hardware is toast. And so I am now officially in the market for some mid-range polarized sunglasses. What a boat ride, Will. Were y'all just like three Negronis to the wind or what? Well, so in the beginning of the boat ride, we said <laughs> we thought we were being a little boring. We got on at 10 o'clock and he was like, all right, I'm going to take you all the way down the coast and then we're going to slowly work our way back. And yeah. we're like, perfect. Well, it started to rain. Mm. And so that kind of took the wind out of our sails, no pun intended. And when we finally got to the restaurant, we, Sally and I looked at each other and we said, I think we're the most boring crew we've ever he's ever had. Uh, we're not having like we're not we're not showing out for like this what are you supposed day. to be like jumping off the boat doing gainers? I don't or know. I was like, should we have like some like like some like you know tropical house going yeah, like drinking yeah. stuff? We had one beer on like the first two hours of the <laughs> boat ride, and so then finally we decided to pound a bottle of wine, get two spritzes, <laughs> and then we got back on the boat and we just started breaking shit. So it, didn't, it was just a little irresponsible. Okay, all right. So well, I need I need a new pair of sunglasses. That's the more pressing one. The yeah, light sweater yeah. can wait probably a month before I get one. But do you have a things, backup pair to 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 block the sun on, on from your eyes? On I your have drive a home? backup pair, but my backup pair is a pair of sunglasses that I would prefer not to have anything happen to. And okay. so if I go to anything, I yeah. need to get a pair that I can right that I won't be devastated if I break. The yep. ones the only sunglasses I currently have are a pair of black sunglasses that I wore on my wedding day. And okay. I I would really like to maybe retire those at some point or just use them in nice situations. <sighs> Sounds like we need to dial up that uh, former sponsor. And, I know. You know, I know. You got good things to say about them. I know. They were great. They treated me well. They were my driving sunglasses. Yeah. They so. were my everything sunglasses. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tie a little bit of a conversation that I had while filling in for you, uh, on circling back. I, okay. I did a little fall fashion stuff of, over there with, uh, with Dylan and Dave. And when we got into footwear, I had a, I had a, a, a big recommendation for everybody, guys, girls, no matter what your style, it's something that shockingly, I think because I covered on club cool, but we haven't really touched on, uh, here on this podcast, which is the, um, the newest shoe release from Tom Sachs, the uh, the GPS, the general purpose shoe. Yeah. Originally released in the the white uh, with a gum sole, which is like super reminiscent. I, I call it a kill shot on steroids. Uh, and then I, the uh, I'm liking these more and more. Unfortunately, and the, I mean, every uh, time I see them, I'm like, oh, I like and those. the um, the the second color way that was released was uh, I just scrolled by them on hidden, so I'm just going to pull up their post was these yellow ones right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say these are not actually on my wish list and they're not an imminent cop. They are imminent to be delivered. Really? I got done I got done talking to Dylan and Dave about it, about how much I loved these, about how they're going to go with everything. Uh, just I was just gassing them up left and right. I love the yellow. I love how it like it's not going to really go with anything. Therefore, it goes with everything. The price was not on not insane. No, I just st- looked it up and like the price insane is- on on StockX compared to one oh nine to retail, um, and so I just threw in a bid 
and like three days later it was it, it, it was accepted and and so that i just I, I felt the need to 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 mention these on here on on retail as well because uh, this this is my first like big fall shoe purchase and i'm very very stoked to get these in because i think they are I, I think they're just gonna be my go-to i think i'm gonna wear them all the time. I hate you for buying these because now I'm going to overspend on the white on versions the, yeah. the second I see that you have them. Um, <laughs> I've been looking. I have a pair of cropped pants that I've been looking to wear for a very long time. The second, the, like now that I've been to London and seen all these dudes just rocking cropped pants and like crushing it, I finally got the the inspiration that I need. I need a little bit chunkier of a sneaker than like a pair of Vans that I always yeah, use. Yeah. And like the general purpose shoe are honestly perfect for what I need right now. And like you just ruined you just ruined this for me i'm gonna have to do this i'm jealous yeah we need to come up with a name for for when you surprise me with something that you've already purchased that's in en route yeah yeah um by the way the the process the shipping to StockX and the shipping to me i feel like they have opened up more hubs mm -hmm. across the country so it's it's all happening very fast like i think the the time from bid acceptance to these showing up on the doorstep is going to be like a week okay I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe eight days. Are you like, StockX? Uh, are you StockX loyal? I, yes. Here's why. I I don't think that the goat interface is good. Okay. In fact, I think it's pretty dog shit. Um, and I also like I have put in offers on goat, and I've also tried to sell shoes on goat. I have never been successful doing either. I've never I've even never tried. tried. I've always been a buy it now person. Yeah. Just because I, I hate the, I hate the waiting period. So, and I, if I get denied, then I stop wanting things. A, a lot of people that that I that I know either in person or or online that are much bigger like sneaker heads and collectors than I am prefer Goat to StockX. I've only done through StockX, and I've never had anything but good experiences but with StockX. That, so that, I, I can the, only speak to them. That's the same for me. I feel like StockX is it's it's uh, it's essentially the Yelp problem. Like. They are so much bigger than the other guys than than Goat or Stadium Goods or whoever else mm -hmm. that like the there are just more people to complain when things do go wrong. Yeah, and you so you only ever hear about like the the one star experiences instead of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of five star ones. So I, you know the to that end though one of the reasons why I decided I was just like I need to do this now is because uh, I don't think that there are reps of this shoe yet, and so I. It, f it felt like it made sense to grab these now before the Reddit boys get a hold of them and, and are just like pumping out fake versions of them. I think you're going to be very happy with your yeah. – I'm not coming up with anything to call these <laughs> uh, yet. I'm going to come up with something. Oh, this felt good, Barrett. It yeah. was nice to get back in the saddle. I, oh, think yeah. a I, had, a I had a two-podcast day today, and I think that was necessary. I think I need to shock the system. Yeah. And now – If you'd gone home, you'd definitely be asleep right now. Oh, there was definitely a world where you said you couldn't do retail therapy today, and I was napping from <laughs> 3 to 5 this afternoon. Uh, we will be back in two weeks' time unless something pops up that needs a must-cover. But uh, – yeah, go check out youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries Podcast to watch this episode. Go follow at Retail Pod. Go follow at Barrett Dudley, at Will DeFreeze, at Sunday.scaries. Go get in the go get in the world. At Wash Media as well. Go make it happen. Barrett, any closing thoughts? No, happy to be back. Glad to hear about your trip. Um give us a follow, rate, like, review, follow us on the YouTube, and uh we'll see y'all soon. All right. See you guys later.